Welcome back inside the Virch Studios today. It's another episode of Pardon Our Promotion from the Virch team. Bob, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. You, That's Scott? Good. You look sharp. I like that jacket. Thank you. Yeah, Thank looking you. real good. It's a little chilly in the Virch Studios today, <laughs> so I thought I'd throw a jacket on. I want to talk about, I think, marketing and promotions today. You game? I am. Okay. All right. I know that most teams kind of combine their marketing and promotions department, um, but there is a difference, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, marketing takes the the promotional content to market, right? So I think to, to kind of help us find out a little bit more, add to the conversation, we're going to bring in Johnny Bravo, the Johnny Bravo. All right. I'm excited. The most important Johnny, uh, Burt Reynolds, sorry. I mean, I mean Johnny Bravo. Johnny. Neither <laughs> are. Welcome to the show, JB. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Yeah, my my pleasure. Love the stash. Love, love everything Thank about you. it. You look great. And he's coming live from where? I see a stadium light in the background. Live from Fresno, California, which you can kind of see out of my um, there dirty you go. office. There it is. What's, Grizzlies. what's the weather like there in uh, December? You know, it, it's a freezing 47 degrees here. Um, we got a little bit of rain this weekend, um, which was a big deal. Um, like, you know, it's hilarious. So you get a little bit of rain in California and all of a sudden everyone forgets how to drive. The streets start to flood. It's yeah, fantastic. wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And that was part of the, uh, you got the rain and the Nevada's got the feet of snow, right? Six, eight feet of yeah, snow or they, something? It's pretty cool. You know, on a really clear day out here, you can actually see the mountains. Um, you know, being in the Central Valley, it literally is a valley, right? So you can see out right in center field, the uh, snow-capped mountains, which is just beautiful. If we were to play baseball in December, it would be one of the ve- best views in minor league baseball. Right yeah, that's awesome. Well, JB's joining us, as he mentioned, from Fresno, the Fresno Grizzlies, uh, single-A affiliate of the Colorado Rockies. Um JB, what do you do for the Grizzlies? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm the director of marketing and communications, which means that I kind of do a little bit of everything on the external side of our organization, right? You know, in minor league sports, as everyone knows, everyone wears many different hats. Um, So I do everything from the marketing outreach side of things to the traditional media going on the news, talking about what we have coming up with the team, and then also oversee the entertainment and promotions aspect of our organization as well. Copy that. So, yeah, that's I mean, that's huge for our conversation today because we're talking about uh, the way marketing and promotions work together. As I mentioned a couple minutes ago, um, you know, a lot of teams join that together, but there there is a, a difference. And I think, you know, it warrants a conversation. Um, a lot of the times when I'm building a promotion, I think about what aspects of it could be marketable. What what would make you know this promotion and you know what what's the carrot to get you know the fan or the audience there? Um, talk about JB, if you will, some of this stuff that you know when when you're taking either a theme or a promotion to market. What kind of stuff are you looking for? What's important to you as the one uh, marketing and leading that narrative? Yeah, well, absolutely, Scott. You know, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? I think one of the biggest pitfalls that a lot of teams, whether it's minor league sports, collegiate sports, anything, fall into is that they don't end up promoting their promotion, right? Um, And that was something I learned from a very early um, time in my career is that you could have the coolest promotion ever. You could have 
the most famous individual ever coming to your ballpark. But if you don't tell your fans about it, then no one's going to show up, right? You're not doing the final piece to um, your promotion. So, you know, when we're looking to take a promotion to market, we're looking for something that will excite our fan base first and foremost. You know, a lot of the things we do, although on its very surface might not seem like it, a lot of our promotions are community focused promotions, even all the way down to, let's go ahead and take the most recognizable one, the Fresno Tacos, right? At, at its core, the Fresno Tacos are a community-based promotion because it's something our community is excited about. You know, Fresno is the birthplace of the taco truck, or at least we like to consider it is. Um, so, you know, something that our community can latch on to and just take it and run with it. You know, you you also want to have that wow factor, right? In minor league sports, we have a really cool opportunity that we have a lot of freedom to do stuff that hasn't been seen before or that the big leagues can't do, right? So, you know, something that might seem totally out there off the wall is something that we can actually put on, put out onto the field, put into our market. Um, you know, so it really has a lot of things, right? And that's that's what the best promotions are, right? The best promotions are one that you have a lot of different pieces you can pick out. It lets you talk about it again and again and again. You know, you're not just saying that, oh, we've got Marvel's Defender of the Diamond Knight coming up. No, you're saying we've got Marvel's Defender of the Diamond Knight. We're going to have cosplay characters out here. We'll have a giveaway out here. A bunch of different assets that we're then able to go ahead and just continue to pepper our fans um, and pepper our community about. And the layers appeal to different demographics or tastes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that's and that's one of the big things I, I got out of what you just said is that is yeah, the main promotion is one thing, but that might not get everybody out or get people excited, right? So that layering of the different aspects of it is a big deal in your marketing. Yeah, well, and I feel that even carries into as soon as the fans step into the ballpark, right? Is, you know, as important as it is to do your marketing, to get them out here, you know, get them excited. If, if you're hosting a very specific, you know, let's call it 80s night and you promote it as it's going to be 80s everything and 80s are, you know, the theme of that evening. And then the fan gets out to the ballpark and it's just another typical night at your Chansey Park, then the fans are, it's going to fall flat, right? The fans are going to be, what the heck? I was promised everything 80s and there's nothing 80s you know and there is so much you can do especially in 2023 to just hit the nail on the head right everything from the music you play to the look of the video board to the look of uh, even your digital menu boards is something scott and i have talked about a lot over the past few weeks which is a really cool um auxiliary piece that we have that we can use that you can help make your promotion all that much better well that's a great idea that is and 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 you hit on it just a little bit. Sometimes, sometimes teams will come up with something and plan it and even market it, and then they don't produce it, which is, of course, one of our P's of, right. of an effective. But the other way is they do a great job of producing it, and they've marketed it, but let's just say 50% of your fans that show up, I'm just going to throw that number out, don't know that it's 80s night. And so they forget to market it to the fans that are actually in-house. Oh, yeah and tell them, hey, it is 80s night. Hey, and, and with the digital menu boards and other video board content. It, it, so the, that's the reason why there's a character down on the field doing something silly, because it's 80s night or it's Marvel's night or whatever. Yeah, and, and teams forget that, forget to tell those people that are their regular fans that might just be showing up just to show up what's going on. 
Do you ever uh, look at the experience in general and market that? Um, not necessarily like, you know, it's not 80s night or 90s night, but, you know, what, what's do you experience or market the experience? And if so, how do you do that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, especially coming out of COVID and going into 2023, the the experience out here at the ballpark, especially in minor league sports, is one of our biggest selling points, right? You know, you you can if you go to a big league game, you're going to go watch baseball and you're seeing the experience of, you know, you've got the best nine guys out on the field that's absolutely possible for minor league baseball it's about so much more than just the game right people are coming here to see parker our mascot they're coming here to enjoy a drink out in our fresno social area and that's something that we've really started to captivate or um uh, focus on since covid and we'll just continue to go more and more and more of you know a capture that fan experience capturing the kid who's just having the absolute time of their life that will now be a life or lifelong fan of the fresno grizzlies i think that that's one of the most important things that we can do as a marketing and promotions person and you can flip that around if you get a really good photo of a kid high-fiving parker you can use that forever right you can mm -hmm. and you should be using that forever you should have that on your billboards you know in minor league sports so many of our players either you know, our fans don't really know who they are or, you know, they have them for a season and then they move on to bigger and better things, hopefully. But Parker will always be here. The Fresno Grizzlies as a brand will always be here. Fresno Grizzlies brand of entertainment. You know, I, I really want every single fan who comes out here to leave happy, you know, whether the Grizzlies win, whether the Grizzlies lose um, and just have those lifelong memories, because that's really what it is about, you know, and that's something that's really easy to lose during the length of the season but we're out here we have a phenomenal opportunity to give these people lifelong memories that they'll never forget and that's something that we should be including and we are including in every bit of our marketing when you're when you're um, working on kind of your you know content calendar and your campaigns for the season are you looking at you know are, are you developing with your promotional team content that you you intentionally can take to market or are you just you know are we are you guys trying to develop the promotion for the game and then you're going to take the, the whatever the product is and take that to market so i mean that might be a conf really confusing question i'm confusing I'm myself confused. are you you know does the marketing lead the effort or do the promotions lead the effort and the marketing takes the product and just brings it to market or a little bit of both i guess sure yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think in a perfect world, they're working in tandem, right? They're yeah. working parallel to each other. Um, and then, you know, you get together and you, the marketing teams or the promotional team says, you know, hey, we should really look into, again, let's go ahead and use 80s night as an example, just because yeah. that's the first one on the top of my head. And you we have really a mustache look 80s night. that looks <laughs> killer <laughs> exactly. 80s. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's a little bit of a subliminal for yeah, your yeah. Uh, 80s night thing. Um, but I'm growing it out specifically for our decades weekend this year. It's going to be fantastic by that point. Um, so yeah, you know, the promotion team says, Hey, we should really look at this. And then the marketing team's able to come in and be, wow, that's a really cool idea. What if we add X, Y, Z or, oh my goodness, you know, if we're going to go on the news, I should be dressed up as if I'm in the eighties to really hammer it home sure. that that's the kind of night we're putting on. Right. Um, in, in a perfect world. And again, in minor league sports, where we have small front offices who we are able to sit down and have those kinds of meetings and those kind of constructive um, brainstorming sessions, you're able to do that kind of thing, right? Um, so I think it's really important to have both sides working together. Now, obviously, there's going to be times where promotions will say, you know, hey, 
we're doing this, we've got this really cool idea and then marketing will have to find unique ways to um, promote that or vice versa, right? And it's really important that you have a good cohesive team that you're able to do that. Yeah. Do you ever, um, do you ever combine the two elements? Meaning, are, you know, like, you know, a lot of the promotional stuff that is done is live activation, right? And then the market is marketing is just, you know, taking what the, the live activation is going to be and showing people pretty much. Do you ever, you know, like similar to a flash mob, I guess, guerrilla marketing, is there, you know, is there a, a live marketing piece that you ever think about when doing the, you know, when trying to market a promotion or, um, you know, is there a piece of that that is not being done enough that we can, you know, start thinking about and taking, you know, taking it to market in more creative ways or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like in-game elements on the field, you know, instead of doing them on the field, let's go out to a, a mall and do something at the mall or something like that. You know, have you ever done anything like that? Yeah. And, you know, in a way we kind of have um, a historically our press conferences that we have out here, we always look to try and have a fun kind of hook to get sure. not only to get our market or not only to get our media out here, but also for it to be something visual and fun for them to check out. Right. So I remember this was pre my time, but one that is always talked about here is we were going to do a um, back to the future esque theme night it wasn't specifically back to the future but it had kind of all the same elements and all that so mm -hmm. our president Derek franks came out in a delorean um and that's, that's awesome. one of those things that you know a for the media who was there it's an awesome video right and that's something that is guaranteed that they're going to include on the news that evening um you know we've done that with taco trucks more recently when we released our grizzly city ale this past season you know we had all the beer right there that was the first chance anyone had to try it we had um Fashan, who's a local rapper who was the inspiration for the name grizzly city ale they're speaking at the press conference which it, for fresno was a big deal because he is a fresno famous individual um so you know that's kind of the way we approach that um or at least we have in the past, yeah. is you find ways for our local media to latch on to it because again that goes back to the marketing the promotion side of things right is that's just another way to talk about whatever we're doing the grizzly city ale being the best example right we could have just put out a press release and a couple photos saying hey this will be available every single game the rest of the season but no we wanted to take it a step further we wanted the media to come out there try it hear from the creators of it um and i feel that that really helped capture the um, local media and helped get us airtime yeah it's can, can be free free airtime Free, exactly. That's the best kind, right? Yep. What about vernacular? How do you use it uh, to get the point across that you you mentioned earlier? You know about that family experience, the fun, the lifelong fan, and the fact that players do move. So, how do you mm -hmm. change that in your marketing messages? To yeah, it's always been a challenge um, for baseball teams to say it's more than just baseball. Right. And there's right. Just a, there's a big, fun family experience going on. So how, how do you use that in your marketing? And actually, I had one more thing to it. I actually recently saw a new team and uh, I'm not going to say the team name, but it was like the their email address said redbirdsbaseball.com. And I'm thinking they're missing a little step there because Somebody that is no baseball fan isn't very excited about that website, you know. Um, so what do you think? 
Yeah, you know, I think it needs to be really a concerted effort amongst the entire organization, right? It's really easy from the marketing side. You know, if I live and breathe that it's fans first and fans always and all that, that's great and everything, but it needs to be across the entire organization, right? Everyone from, you know, a literally your ticket takers to ushers and everyone in between needs to have that same mindset, right? That it's the, if fans come first, we're here for the fans. It should be all about the experience. Um, we do take that kind of concerted effort um, in our marketing messages to make sure that it's clear to make sure that, you know, it's, it's about the fans, you know, our uh, primary talk, uh, um, primary product, first and foremost, is always going to be baseball, right? If we are a Fresno Grizzlies baseball team, but how do we, take that and go ahead and build upon that right if yeah we've got awesome baseball out on the field your fresno grizzlies are you know have made it to the championship two years in a row and that's all good and well and amazing and really cool for our brand but on top of that you've got so many other pieces you know it, reinforcing the fact that it's fun that parker's here that you know you're coming out and it, you're getting a whole experience not just a baseball game right and it, it goes back to the promotion side of things making sure that your promotion is right there as soon as the fan walks into the ballpark it it should almost feel and this is is something that i know we have lost or we've missed out on the past few years but something i really want us to get to it should feel like you're walking into a different world when you're walking into this ballpark right because you're leaving the outside world where you just came from work or you've got you know a bunch of things on your mind and you get to come to the ballpark and escape and I think that's something that's really important, right? Is that baseball mm -hmm. is an escape for so many people for so many reasons. And what we should be doing is helping build on that little by little. And I know that was kind of a roundabout way to get to your answer. Yeah, no, that, that's good. But how do you market that? You know, how do you how do you get that message? Because you're talking about once they get there, right? That they're fine, they're going into mm -hmm. this different world. But how do you how do you get that message that you just had in your big brain? out into the media, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so we, we do a ton of social media marketing and one of the things we really want to focus on and want to have a renewed focus on going into 2023 because admittedly we haven't done as well as we should be is, you know, have very fan focused, right? Whether it's, you know, fans cheering in the stands or, you know, uh, let's say we hit a huge walk off and, you know, a walk off grand slam, woohoo. Yeah, capturing the player celebration on the field is really cool, but let's turn that camera around as well. Let's watch the fans going absolutely crazy as the fireworks are going off because that should be, you know, we keep saying that that's an important part of our marketing, right? But those are shots that we don't have, and there's yeah. no real good reason why we don't. Um, so, you know, may, again, it's all about the constant conceited, concerted effort of making sure that we're capturing the fan experience and then presenting it, like you said, Bob, right? So making sure that our media knows, you know, hey, not only do we have a Grizzlies game tonight, but we have a Grizzlies game that it's 80s night and we've got a giveaway. And, you know, here's the giveaway ahead of time so you can go ahead and include it on your newscast. So when you're talking about the game, you can be wearing your 80s headband or whatever, um, right? So a constant little touch points along the way to continuously remind the fans that, you know, there's so much more going on than coming out here watching a baseball game. You know, that's a really good point. And, and I'll bring a little example up based on that, what you just said about turning the camera on is uh, some teams will cut a 12 second or 15 second highlight and send it to the news channels or post it on social media. And some of them forget to put the fans in that mm -hmm. highlight. 
Yeah. They just have the five or six great baseball players or hockey plays, and they forget that there's something, the 80s night or whatever is happening, and they add those little nuances into the highlights. They still have to show the game action, but they add the other things to say, hey, look, at it was fun out here on top of the game action. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's a really good point. I mean, you know, on those post-game press releases, something as easy as concluding highlights from fan experience. Yeah. Um, enforcing the issue, you know what I mean? It really Forcing is. people to think about it. I mean, ESPN does a really good job on it. Well, they'll, you know, they might lead into their top 10 with something silly that was going on at some one of the ballparks, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it is about entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. JB, what's your favorite type of promotion to market? Or or you can even make it more specific in your most favorite promotion that you ever took to market. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think there's been a lot over the past couple seasons. You know, ones that obviously stick out to mind are anytime we can go ahead and plays our alter egos, whether it's the Fresno Tacos or, you know, reviving the Fresno Tigers Negro League team um, this past season was really cool just on a – personal side on a baseball side right being a huge baseball fan to be able to put out those kind of products to our fans to our community um any way that we can tie in fresno is something that's really important to me you know i'm not from the central valley i'm from the bay area moved here to attend fresno state and have really taken fresno to be my home um and anything that i can do to help not only lift up the community, but hopefully put us on a national stage is something that just, you know, really drives me. You know, if there's a promotion that we can point to and say, you know, we did that for our community and our community really responded. I think our ag nights are a great example of that, right? Central California is really, you know, the agriculture center of the United States, if not the world. Um, and to be able to do ag nights multiple times a year and see our community show up for those it is really special to us because we're able to give back to that community. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, one of the constant themes I'm hearing from you is community, you know, and, and mm -hmm. that involving the community aspect into your promotion or your elements into the experience in some way creates an incentive for your community to come out and, and attend the show and experience the show. Um, so that's insightful. Um, I, I, and, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of people don't give that enough credit for, for what, it, what it demands or what it should demand. So um, is, there, uh, is there anything specific that you maybe regretted taking to market promotion-wise? Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, there's always going to be promotions that just don't work well, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, that's, you know, and usually a lot of the time that is because you didn't take the time to really consider building in all those layers, right? You said, cool, planning. this is a promotion. This is hip. This is now let's just go run with it and let's do it and let's see what happens. Um, And, you know, that's usually not going to work. Right. Yeah. Um, so like a one that just immediately sticks out in my mind, which is going to be very much a relic of 2021 when we talk about this in 10 years, it maybe um, is Grizzcoin night where we thought we'd do a Bitcoin inspired Grizzcoin night. We'd have a couple of Grizzlies NFTs that we'd auction off, um, you know, with proceeds going to a, a local community group and all that. And it was just one of those that we didn't that was literally the only part of the promotion right we didn't build out what it would look like when you get into the stadium you know 75 80 percent of our fans didn't even know what 
Bitcoin, Grizzcoin was, right? Um, so a lot of that there was us not planning it the way we should have. Um, but it's, it's a really good learning experience to take those kinds of promotions and say, okay, what didn't go right with this? Or, you know, if we were to ever do this again, how would we flip this? Or should we do this again? Right. Is, or is this something that, you know, if we have this kind of idea, should we take a step back and be, eh, that, you know, probably not the best idea. Let's find something else that would impact the community. So, you know, I think as an overarching lesson, it was a good one for us. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a the little thing I'd like to point out is it is kind of like you came up with it and that's it was probably really cute and it was like, oh, that's going to be fun. But then there was not that extra input after the fact. Right. And and so sometimes that in, in promotional planning, there is such a great idea. And then it starts and then people start trying to add ideas to it. And it there isn't any. And that's when it really should mm-hmm. just be jettisoned. It's like, yeah, we just don't have enough to build on here. And it's just not going to have the momentum. So as, as cool as an idea may be, sometimes it's best just never to do it. Yeah. When you get that brainstorming dark area where we're the, where just no ideas are coming, 86 it, go to 80s night, get the Burt Reynolds mustache, <laughs> and you got the, something moving. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't think I've got any other things I want to know about marketing right now. What about you, Bob? I think uh, JB covered it. <laughs> that stash is marketable. Not to keep talking about your stash. You it's getting weird. <laughs> Again, it, it's now part of the promotion. I, I didn't even realize it when I started growing it. But there you go. You know, and I think it's kind of a parting remark. That should be kind of how you look at every day and everything you do, right? We've got a really cool, fun job, right? We get to go out here and not only sell baseball, but sell a fan experience, sell the opportunity for fans to step into that different world. Um, And you should be looking at everything like that, right? As you're going through your daily life, if you see something that stands out and that's really cool, how can I apply that to bring fans out to our ballpark to give them the best experience possible? And that's, you know, that's something that I try to do every hour of every day and everything that I do. Yeah. Yeah. And so very nice. Right on. Well, thanks for your time today, JB. Appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to uh, seeing you soon and, and seeing that uh, hair on your face grow out a little bit more. We'll see you in a couple of months for uh, opening day. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. Thanks, JB. Thanks, JB. Talk to you later. Well, Bob, a lot of marketing. There's probably way more we can talk about with that, and I'm sure we will as we kind of go along through our series. Until next time. Until next time, guys. It's all about your fans. See you later. See you.